now. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined in studio by Sharon McNamara. Hello. I almost said good morning. It's just been one of those days where I can't get out of my own way, so never mind anybody else's. And we're literally living in an igloo. We are frozen (laughs) right now, and I'm scared to say that because um, our in-house plumber, (laughs) Mark McNamara, he um, is going to gonna sort of get angry with us because well, we can <laughs> every year because every year i think we say oh it's too hot in it's here too it's, hot. Too, it's, it's too hot it's too cold yeah so. and then he's like close that window and we're like oh we don't want to tell you the heat's too high it's yeah it's freezing in here today though and i tried putting the heat up earlier but it's just you know where it's warm is down in the basement yeah it is really warm but then it just i don't know i mean i love being down there yeah. but it's Some, isolating. Sometimes it's, yeah, it's like too yeah. isolating mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to like see somebody walk by. They don't need to talk to me. I just yeah. like see them. <laughs> I like to know when people are around, yeah. Yeah. So, but um, I think I know what the problem is. So I'm going to talk to Mark about it. So I think our thermostat is not in the correct place. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I think that that's why. So the reason why it's so cold in here right now is because Sam Horton, who's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, had clients in the conference room tonight. Yes. And he had both doors shut. And the thermostat is in that room. Oh, so, so it when, thinks it's hotter. So when it got to the temperature that we set it, which was 72 degrees or something like that, it shut off. Yeah. So it should be on the other side of the wall. It should be wall. on the other side of the wall. I've only been saying it for, I don't know, since we've If I knew how to fix here. the problem, I would, but I don't. So please, Mark McNamara, I know. <laughs> we have, we, yeah, we, we need an electrician, I think, to do that. So oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I, I really am chilly. I can't type anymore. But yeah. So, hey, George, how's it going? How are you? I'm doing well, Sharon. How are you doing? Um, any better? I would be on vacation. I wish I was on vacation. Like Likewise. Warm. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while for me, too. 
Yes. So, um, so yeah, all kinds of great events. I'm telling you, it's been exhausting around here. We went right from our Halloween event with the costume par- uh, costume parade for the dogs. And then two weeks after that, we had our um, pictures with Santa. Santa was able to visit us. We had a professional photographer here. Uh, all kinds of fun things to do. I heard that Santa is busy uh, writing back to all of the kids who yeah. came to visit us. Yep. Yeah. So everybody should be getting a letter in the mail from Santa pretty soon. So that's exciting. And then last Friday, we had our office party, which yeah. was really, really fun. It was fun. We, I, we have fun. Yeah, we, <laughs> we do. do. We, we have do. fun um, in our in our, uh, in our our office. We had it at our office, but we had um, catered food and we had somebody who was here serving. And she was so good. We had a bar. So it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we got to sort of relax and let loose a little bit. Because, yeah. you know, we get the music. Some of us more pumping. than others. <laughs> some of us left at two in the morning. Yeah, some of us did leave at two in the morning. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, then we were back here the next day. Mark and I were back here the next day and cleaning floors. And I actually did an Instagram post on it. If you're not friends with me on Instagram, you should go on there. Sharon, uh, I think I'm Sharon McNamara on Instagram. And um, I washed the floors. I have a Bissell like that washes like floors and rugs in. It's a sort of a vacuum at the same time. If you don't have one of those, you should. Just go look at that video. It. I am always shocked at the filth that comes off of floors. I do it at my own house all the time, and I'm always like, wow, that is just miraculous. So, yeah, two thumbs up for Bissell on that one. So um, tonight, we are going to be talking um, all things real estate, um, as always. If you have any questions for us, you know we'd love to take your questions, 781-837-4900. doesn't have to be about the topic that we have tonight, but um, we'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or anything. Just a few more shows to end out the year here, so... Um, um, I, I can't even believe we're saying that out loud. Uh, I am a little nervous mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, Christmas is right around the corner mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm i not prepared. Yeah. And I'm always very well yeah. prepared mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I've like I've, I've just been sort of distracted and mm-hmm. um, not thinking yeah <laughs> not Which thinking is better sometimes I think when you start sooner then you like just keep on going and going uh, I did get a phone call from my daughter Mackenzie tonight and she adopted a family uh, with young kids three young kids I think and um, she said would you like a present this year or would you like me to spend that money towards one of the kids and I said of course give it to the kids I need I want for nothing <clears throat> yeah yeah I think that's what it's about we need to get yeah. back there I know yeah, I uh, my friend Jess actually stopped by today to pick up some gifts that I I got for. Um, it, she works at a restaurant and they do the, one of those trees that have ornaments. Yeah. Um. So I just picked a couple and she came mm. and brought them because I, was, I I try to do it every year and and I used to buy get like the um ones the ornaments that were similar to like my brother's age. So like yeah. I, if I was already buying like something mm. for him, I would get two. You know, so yeah. I could be able to donate it to them. But yeah. um. Now he's like a grown man, so yeah. I, do we need <laughs> he doesn't anything? need me. I don't think anybody needs no, anything. No. Honestly, I really, I mean, there. Well, here's what I mean. There is a bunch of us who don't need anything, which makes it more important for us to give to those who do need everything, mm-hmm. right? So there are those who need nothing and there's those who need everything. And I think it's more about, um, you know, it's more about that and it's more about, you know, family, friends, food, you know, good chair, 
just keeping life sort of simple. You want to do some jumping jacks to warm up? Or I'm, you want to I'm do frozen. I'm, I'm, I'm completely frozen. <laughs> well, it looks like we're not going to re-air this one in the summer. <laughs> no. Not if we're talking about winter and home inspections. No, we won't. I know. But that's what we're going to So you just told everybody. So I know. I give, did. Give everybody what we're the lowdown on tonight's uh, topic. Yeah. So we are, um, you know, winter is here. Okay. You look at the dorm. There's some snow around. So um, we obviously um, have talked about home inspections before and how important they are. And we sort of very strongly encourage our buyers to do home inspections on the purchases of their homes. Um, so what better way to combine the two mm-hmm. <laughs> than to talk about home inspe- home inspections specifically in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are a little bit different. So there's some things that happen in the wintertime that might not happen in the summer uh, mm-hmm. with home inspections and vice versa. So mm-hmm. um, you did some in- intense, yeah, <laughs> an yeah. intense little note here. So yeah. um, I don't know if you want to kick it off for yeah, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I was just looking at the agenda. So uh, Julia Hannon, who is our administrative coordinator here at Boston Connector Real Estate, she does the agenda for us. We give her the topic and she does a lot of research and everything. And she comes up with an agenda, just something for us to more or lot less like follow along with but not you know it gives us our topics our ideas of what to talk about and I just wanted to look at things differently so I just came up with this winter home inspection sort of a checklist and there's things to consider as a buyer if you are purchasing a home in the winter and you're going to have a home inspection here's the good news people and it's very very interesting so um Brian Buffini it's a he's a coaching um guru for real estate agents and a lot of us here at Boston Connect Real Estate uh use that you know his method of training and you know it's all about working by referral and your client you know being there for your clients all the time and he had Lawrence Yun on this week I think it was just yesterday and Lawrence Yun is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. I personally call him my boyfriend. Um, (laughs) I've never met him, but I love him. He's so smart. He has, I just love, I could geek out on all those numbers and the data all all day long. So I love that and I love him and I love his, his point of view all the time. Well, every year, um, Brian Buffini does two. He does the mid-year and then he does the end of the year, what his, predictions are and his forecast for you know what's coming up for real estate and it was really really interesting and um one of the things that they were discussing were home inspections and one of one of the topics that everybody is talking about right now is that we're going to see less agents in the industry so during covid when people were working from home people were losing their jobs uh, real estate has a very low threshold of entry and I don't mean you don't have to be intelligent but in some cases um, but you know you don't have to go through a lot of schooling and things like that so a lot of people easily get into yeah. it well there's going to be a big group of people who don't even know what a home inspection is if you were a new agent in the last two years you are not familiar with those negotiating processes if you just got into this business because you net your clients weren't doing home inspections but now we're back to home inspections so that's the good that's the good thing for or the good i don't want to say thing i hate when i say thing if that's the good point of my conversation <laughs> good point <laughs> yeah yeah just it's i'm i'm happy that the buyers now have this opportunity to do home inspections I was never a fan of them not having their home inspection. So um, it's, you know, we're back to doing those and, you know, negotiating after the fact. And 
the buyers feeling confident in walking away from it. You know, the sellers need to get a little more realistic as well when it's coming, like, where are we in the market? I, I know I'm, I'm off track, but I'm thinking about this Buffini thing with Lawrence Young. And one of the things that they had mentioned, this was Brian Buffini had brought up this graphic. You know, there are people, we ha- we're at one sale price in January. And that price went up, and I'm going to use my terms, artificially inflated by emotional purchases right Mm -hmm. so then you know june we had this very high number and now people are seeing it go down 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 and it seems like it's going down quite quickly so the number where we are in december is certainly down from the number where we were in june but guess what it's still up from the sale prices are still higher now than they were in january so you didn't miss the market yeah it's just you didn't hit the market at the right time at the the height of it well we've also have said a couple times that like every market is different so like you miss one market you're Mm going to be in another so like you sort of you have to sort of go through it to know what it is Mm -hmm. and i know that that's sort of like vague but like if you're not actively looking or actively selling in a certain market i wouldn't really pay too much attention to it it's Mm -hmm. more of like you would talk you would you would need to hire a professional like yes. Sharon, mm-hmm. your team, anybody here at Boston Connect Real Estate, mm-hmm. where they can sort of tell you what happened in that market mm-hmm. because they will know somebody who is in it all the time mm-hmm. professionally can give you that advice to say, yes, right now is a good time to sell. You know, and, and we've talked about that several times. But mm-hmm. just because you missed one market doesn't mean you're not going to be in another one. Yeah. And the one that you're in is the, wherever you are at the at your Wherever your chapter is when you're purchasing a house, that's where you are right now. So you have to sort of go with what you have, you know, Mm -hmm. so that depends on and that's making the right decisions on, you know, the house that you're buying and the rate that you're getting. And unfortunately, this is one thing that we've been saying on the radio, too, is everybody was chasing the rate. That's why people were overbidding on these houses by 100, 200, 300, 400 thousand dollars. It was just crazy giving up all the contingencies because they had a 3.0 rate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So now the rates are up in the six, maybe six ish. Um, and you're paying more, like, you're, you know what I mean? You're buying less of a house, but like now you're at least, if you're buying a $350,000 house, at least you're not paying 450. You don't have to bid 100 yeah. over it, yeah. right? So, again, we're going back to winter home inspections, the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly. If you have any questions for us, again, we are live tonight here in our in our studio here at our home uh, at 19 Medicisa Street in Pembroke at the Boston Connect Real Estate office. We are, of course, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate and the McNamara Broker team, which is the Sharon and Mary team. Um, 781-837-4900 if you have any questions for us or just comments, questions, concerns. George will get you through to us. Sounds good. Okay. Call us. Call us. Um, I want to say that like the benefit of a home inspection in the winter is you're able to see how the the house reacts to the cold weather. Mm. So whether it's cold weather or like ice dams or something like Mm -hmm. you have, I, I feel like just because it's not raining or it does rain in the winter but the snow with the like the water that comes from it you are more likely to get water damage during the winter time Mm -hmm. so um you know you get to see like the snow on the roof and see how that you know how the roof handles that you get to sort of see how the house reacts to an increase in water Mm um and you know i overheard your conversation with one of our agents today who is going to be um showing 
short sale? It was it a short sale? Is it? It a was short a short sale? sale at one point, but now it's a foreclosure. Okay, so for, foreclosure. Nobody's living there. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the questions that you asked was, do you know if it's winterized, or do, mm-hmm. do you have somebody that you can ask if it's winterized? So mm-hmm. these are all really important questions. Um, and I don't know if you want to expand a little bit on like winterizing a house, um, especially when the house is, is vacant. Yeah. So why don't we start at the top two? Um, you, you were actually hitting upon almost everything that's on my list in one sentence, but we still have half an hour. Okay. Well, I was going (laughs) off of what I was thinking in my head (laughs) and we're done. So see you, George. No. Um, so let's just start at the top. So things to consider when you're a buyer. And so what the way I put it is what to think about it when you're a buyer, but how can you overcome that fear or that, you know, that, um, you know, the concern of a buyer if you're a seller. So the first one that you just said is snow on the roof, Mm -hmm. right? So, and, and right now, there we just had like flurries. I didn't even know that we were going to have anything that was like sticking to the ground or anything. But when you do have snow on the roof, guess what? You can't inspect the roof. The roof. So you really can't tell the age of it. You can't tell, you know, if there are patches on it. You can't see any of those things. Um, so one of the good things to do if you are a seller is to take photos and drone of your roof right before you have it on the market and make sure that everything is time stamped. Mm -hmm. So you can say to the buyers, I know that it's probably difficult for you to see what, I know you can't see what's going on with the roof. This is a video that I took, you know, two weeks before we came on the, on the market. It is time stamped, but you'll have to do your own due diligence Like, I don't know if something's going to happen now that the snow is on there. You know what I mean? So you have to worry from a liability standpoint. uh, But at least it gives the buyer a little more, um, you know, they're a little more confidence in what the roof looked like Mm -hmm. two weeks prior. Well, it's not just the roof. I mean, there's other things that can be hidden by snow. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the decks or steps. Um, again, you said take photos of of that in the footings because that's really important, you know, especially when you have a deck mm-hmm. um, and front steps and everything. If there's no footing, um, sometimes that deck needs to come down. Yeah. And too, don't don't just if, if you are the seller or if you are the buyer and, you know, everybody has like an update list. OK, so I put on a new deck 10 years ago. That doesn't really mean anything, right? If you put a deck on 10 years ago, I mean, I don't know what the deck looked like then and I don't know what it looks like now because there's snow all over it, right? So, and as a a seller, you should be doing your best to make sure that you're maintaining your property with snow and ice melt and Mm -hmm. things like that because you certainly don't want anyone to slip and fall. And one of the rules or one of the policies here at Boston Connect Real Estate is I don't want my agent's touching that shovel because he, he owns the shovel last and has shoveled last owns the liability. Yeah. So, um, make sure you're, you know, swiping those off. Um, also foundation being like, you know, you might not be able to see the foundation, but again, taking pictures and photos, time stamping everything. Yeah. So you could have a photo of, of a deck from 10 years ago and that doesn't mean anything because exactly. it doesn't show you what the condition is today. Exactly. Um, but and and also pools like that's like one of our number one things um, when you know selling a house with a pool in the middle of winter, you want to be able to show and have like receipts that it was professionally mm-hmm. if if you have it professionally closed, um, and you know any maintenance or repairs that it has. Yep. 
Um, because one of the things too with pools and we'll get into that a little bit further down too is that isn't just the winter I mean that come you know come fall you know that cover is going on it and I always suggest that you know people take photos and video of the liner get some close-ups mm-hmm. um, do a slow video like you walking around the pool do a, a video of the um, the cement and the paving of, you know that's going around around the pool um maybe even take just a picture of everything like with the shrubs and all that so just so you know what the condition is of it is because when it is closed but i do think and highly recommend if you don't already have a professional pool company closing your pool that you certainly should hire one if you are going to be selling your house Mm -hmm. and have them sort of do a once over make sure that everything is working in running order and then just have them give you a receipt of everything that they did and sort of like hey at the time of closing everything was working perfectly i do know that gremlins come in in the middle of the winter somehow and you know sometimes things can not work properly but at least you have you know an indication one of the things with snow too that we um skimmed by was the driveway Mm -hmm. And I think that that's an important one as well, um, because you just don't know what the condition of the driveway is. Uh, using Google Maps isn't certainly going to work because maybe you won't be able to get to that driveway. But again, time stamping is what makes the most sense. So yeah. Um, also, like you know, take your driveway for instance. You had to repair it this mm-hmm. year because yeah. there was a crack. It was expensive. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's if but you didn't you you got your new driveway not too long ago right and it Mm. already had a crack oh yeah so yeah it was twofold so we had a driveway that was older and when we were doing renovations at our house we knew eventually we were going to do one so a few years after the renovations we decided to finally rip we wanted to do it the right way Mm -hmm. so rather than just putting a band-aid on it we decided to wait and save and rip up the old driveway all of it and then do it the right way And it was maybe a month later, um, I actually did a video of it and put it on Instagram. Like a a root was coming through like a flower Mm -hmm. (laughs) was coming right through the driveway. How? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was perseverance for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But you want to look for those little things. Yeah. But my point with that is, is like it was a brand new driveway and there was already something, you know, Mm -hmm. popping through. So regardless, (laughs) if you did something last month or you did something 10 years ago, you know, it's being able to recognize that there's an issue, um, mm-hmm. fixing that issue, or if it was completely covered in snow, would you have seen it? Absolutely not. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You just don't know what lies beneath. So um, just having some indicators for, you know, for clients, um, for potential buyers. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was just thinking about too, though, and it's not on my list and I should add it, is in the fall, take the time to like clean the the stuff out of your yard Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. if you have fall uh, you know decor take it in I mean if you're going to do Christmas decor that's fine um everybody has a different taste I understand that but you don't want you know if you're selling your house in the winter and it continues to snow and you don't get out there to remove the items Mm -hmm. you're going to have a lot of stuff out in that yard yeah and you're going to be responsible to get rid of it as the seller so yeah get rid of it sooner than later yeah because if 
if I was a buyer, I mm-hmm. would be taking my shovel to my <laughs> to my final walkthrough and shoveling up things, making sure that nothing's being buried in the snow. Because we've heard horror stories. It has happened to of me. Of the snow melting and clients are coming back and saying, there was this, this, and this left. We didn't see this. And, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you don't. You can't see every single inch of every single property. You, yeah, you just especially can't. ones with big yards. Trish Flynn had that situation a few years ago, remember? Mm-hmm. I had to get involved in that one as the broker. It was like, no, you can't just put stuff in the backyard and cover it with snow. One of my deals as an agent several, several years ago, I was I was the listing agent and I was doing the final walkthrough with the buyer and the buyer's agent and I was upstairs in the bedroom and I was looking out the bedroom window and I was like, that pile was not there before Mm -hmm. and i went out there and they literally like covered mattresses and stuff under snow oh yeah no i would be i would have found that with my shovel we did a whole (laughs) we did do a whole back and you know i know i was the listing agent but my job isn't to hide things from from buyers you know what i mean i mean that was just too blatant like oh my god that was awful Um, So another one, too, is a lot of people don't know this, but it has to be 65 degrees or warmer for you to inspect the central AC units. So in the winter months, the colder months, Mm -hmm. you can't inspect the, um, the central AC. So that's another thing is if you are thinking about selling your house, it's a little too late right now because we're colder than that now. But I would always suggest to people have an HVAC uh, technician come into your home, have it give your system a once over, give it a good bill of health. If anything is broken, just repair it. And then you'll have that, you know, good bill of health report and them stating that on the piece of paper. Again, gremlins can come in in the middle of the winter, but at least you have it from, you know, the last point that it was working. Yeah. But also with the irrigation system. So obviously Mm. (laughs) you can't turn on your sprinklers when Mm -hmm. it's in the middle of winter. So, you know, having an irrigation company inspect and report winterize all those things does mark winterize your yeah he does yes he does us here and there and he does a couple others yeah Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's that's really important because again if i was purchasing a house that had irrigation i would want to know if that works Mm -hmm. that would be important to me oh yeah because that's the the other thing too i know mark uh had been telling me so as a plumber I mean, yes, he can definitely do it. Is it on his list of things that he does often? No, a lot of times people are just calling the irrigation company, but he was at a home this year and the homeowner said, I think it was the wife said, oh, my husband winterized the sprinkler system or the irrigation system um, because he was winterizing the summer house. Mm -hmm. And Mark's like, well, I'm here. Why don't I just check real quick? You know what I mean? To make sure that everything is done. And he he has this huge compressor, like he pulls it behind his van. It yeah. isn't like a little handheld thing. And lo and behold, uh, they would have had issues because mm. it, he didn't winterize anything. So, mm. I mean, he might have got some water out, but you have to get all that water out of those pipes because if they freeze, then it will split the pipe. And it's really, really hard to find a leak in an irrigation system mm-hmm. until the spring. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, really... it. I would think that it would be hard to find a leak anywhere in the middle of winter if if like the pipes had frozen or just something like um, 
sort of you can't really, in a, yeah in a yeah. vacant property you're looking at me like you're my child and I am going to give you some wisdom right here <laughs> <laughs> so in the in again I only know this because I'm married to a plumber but if the property is vacant you wouldn't know until somebody went in there in the yeah. spring and they were like holy moly and if you've never seen that before it is a site when a property freezes all the pipes freeze and then they melt it is a mess from yeah. basement to top floor it's a mess but if you're living in the property so a lot of times mark will get calls and again we're talking about my husband mark mcnamara from uh, mcnamara plumbing and he'll get calls that, that someone has a frozen pipe so sometimes i'd say it's like the master bedroom or the frog family room over the garage right mm-hmm. that over the garage the pipes froze because they weren't insulated the right way so sometimes like if people are living there you'll know that they're frozen because you're not getting water to like your bathroom or whatever so mark can go in there and he can defrost them Mm -hmm. so you would know then you know what i mean because you're you're living in it and you wouldn't get water the one time the time that it's scary is when those pipes freeze you didn't realize it then you see water coming through your ceiling somewhere and you're like "Uh uh-oh yeah, it melted because it will melt faster in a house that has mm-hmm. heat other places. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking when you were talking about that was, you know, a couple of shows ago, we were, we were talking about when you're selling maybe your parents home or something mm-hmm. like somebody had passed away. So a vacant home, like an unexpected vacant home, mm-hmm. it can come up with all these questions like, OK, it's the middle of winter. Like, do I winterize the house? Mm-hmm. Like, because nobody is going to be there, you know, mm-hmm. through the the sale yeah you know so mm-hmm. and who's gonna come out and check on it and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that i feel like there's a lot more that could go wrong in the winter time absolutely when a house isn't checked on well especially too if it isn't winterized i mean once it's winterized it's okay but then the issues that you get into when you have a winterized home and you put it on the market then whose responsibility mm-hmm. is it to unwinterize it and rewinterize it is the buyer going to take on that responsibility to have a plumber come in get all the waters running again and when you winterize a summer home or you winterize a home you're usually calling the town you're shutting off the water from the street like mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of processes so yeah. um that might be a good topic for another show like do you or don't you and it matters like for us you know we recently just had an estate sale it just sold a couple weeks ago and it was less than two miles from the office so yeah i felt i actually am the one that found several things that were going on in the house yeah they didn't know because they didn't live here one's in florida and they just weren't in the same place as i was i just happened to be near yeah. a deck yeah <laughs> water was <laughs> splashing all over the place yeah um also insects yeah. they're sort mm-hmm. of they're one. they're dormant in the winter time so you're not going to really see much activity mm-hmm. um and i feel like you know something to sort of you said you wanted to talk about what the seller should do to consider so having a past company inspect and report it mm-hmm. um again i think that it that's sort of um important mm-hmm. when it is a vacant home um mm-hmm. and i know we keep harping on vacant homes but i feel like i've seen a lot this mm-hmm. like recently um a lot of vacant homes for sale mm-hmm. but um yeah just you know pests or insects or anything yes there are animals that want to come in to yep. get warm yep. <laughs> so you might see them um mm-hmm. but other insects that um would be really important for a buyer to know mm-hmm. um if the house has them might be dormant in the winter time yeah and sometimes too like with termites and everything those are you know that is a a dormant insect so you're not going to see them 
walking around or flying around, but certainly you would still probably see like termite tunnels and things like that. So you may see evidence of, um, so that's why I'm saying, you know, what can you do as a seller to sort of, you know, ease the mind of the potential buyers is have all these services sort of done. There's nothing better to me that when I can say, I've never lived in these homes, by the way, I'm the listing agent. You can look at me and say, wow, how do you not know this? It's because I've never lived here. You know, so when the seller does take the time to call all these different, you know, the professionals in the industry. Yeah. Well, also, if you already have as a seller, if you already have all this information to offer when putting it on the market, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be concerned about somebody finding something or not that you're hiding anything. But if you already know, like, you know, yeah, there there are some termites, but we took care of it. You can actually be upfront about that. So when Mm -hmm. they're doing their home inspection or they're doing they're showing, they're not like, oh, my gosh, there's termites, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. You know, it's 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 less of a shock when you're forthright and uh, and and mm-hmm. and you tell people yeah. <laughs> that this was an issue it's no longer an issue or we mitigated this issue um i feel like that's less me too yeah and i think as a seller too i think there's that pride of ownership aspect of things that you want things to be right for the buyer you don't want people knocking on your door later thinking oh i bet they knew about this you know and the one thing i will say about termites is the person who's most surprised that they have termites is the seller yeah because termites is just one of those things if you know you have termites you're always taking care of it. Yeah. No one doesn't. Yeah. You know? No one doesn't take care of termites. Exactly. So I always find the seller to be the most surprised. So again, bring in somebody who's an expert with pests, have them do, you know, a once around your house, make some suggestions, do, you know, maybe you have even a program in place for, I mean, everybody gets bugs. I mean, we have um, safety fumigant from Hingham. They come here, yeah. they come here to the office and they go to my home and they inspect once a quarter and they go through the house and they're like, Hey, there was no activity. There was some activity. There was no activity. There was some activity. So, um, that's the thing too, is like with mice and everything, mice want to find their way in. And just because you put a trap out doesn't mean that they're not going to come back in three years. Yeah. So that's why it's nice because the yeah. last time they were here, there was activity in one of the areas. Oh, here? Yeah. Oh. It was in that closet downstairs where we keep the shovels and oh. stuff by the back door. Oh, okay. Yeah. That actually doesn't surprise me. It, it doesn't be surprise that me. Shovel. Yeah. That, that shovel. <laughs> that, that would be that closet. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a little, little closet, yeah. so I don't really care. Well, you know, I can always bring Zoe to work one day and just let her <laughs> roam around. Yeah. Or you could just get a cat. She'll find, yeah, she'll find them. She'll find them. She does. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Perfect. So um, that was sort of our quick little list of things to consider when you are a buyer. So if you are a buyer, these are things that you should be thinking about when you're going to have a home inspection. Does it mean it's a bad time to have a home inspection? No, it does not. Mm -hmm. There are generally times, um, things that you can do uh, to get verification from the, um, there's something flying around. There is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, there it is. There it is. so there are definitely things that the seller can give you, you know, to to sort of ease your mind. The other good thing, too, is, you know, somebody says, oh, I put my roof on, you know, five years ago. 
if it's covered with snow, you can't verify that, like mm-hmm. what the age of the condition is. But you could also, you could go to town hall. Yeah. Look at the permits. When did they do everything, right? Mm-hmm. Something that is maybe beneficial in the wintertime is like if there's drafty doors and windows, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something to consider with that is your heating bill will probably mm-hmm. go through the roof because your your heat is going out the window or out the door. That's um, another thing, too, is ask the buyer. If you have the buyer, ask the seller for um like the last several months mm-hmm. of heat even yeah. do a full year yeah. so you can sort of see and assess you know when are what are your uh, yeah. electric bills gas bills well also home inspectors will go in the attic so they can see that you know there's inadequate insulation up there or that you know it's mm-hmm. um but you can also sort of see that with the snow too so like if the snow is melting on your roof um but it's like a sign that the heat is you know coming out mm-hmm. unless the sun's been beaten on it because the sun does beat on my <laughs> office windows all day but if the sun so i remember this with uh steve cook from imperial who no longer owns that he has retired and there is a new person there mark and he's going to be joining us in january yeah um so the new owner of imperial will be joining us to talk about home inspections uh, i do remember steve always talking about rooftops but if you're driving down the street and everybody has snow on their roof and then you come to a house and there is no snow on the roof that means that the heat is escaping the first floor second floor into the attic space warming up the rafters and melting the snow on top so yeah that's how you know um what was i going to say is we were talking about the drafty windows and everything it's so interesting because when you stand in front of windows and doors you might not think that you would notice it but i do remember not last year but the year before i believe it was we had that um we had a client they were selling their house here in Pembroke and they were buying a condo ultimately they ended up in Rosendale um and but we were showing them some houses i think we were at like Marina Bay mm-hmm. and uh no you know where we were we were at the Hingham shipyard actually we were over at the Hingham shipyard and it was a unit that was for sale and I was standing near the door. Well, this one just happened to be like, like water views and like the breeze was coming through mm-hmm. and on my ankles. Cause like, even like today, like I have like, you know, little boots on, but mm-hmm. like my pants are sort of rolled yeah. and on my ankles, I could feel cold air. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And it was coming through, it was coming through the door the slider and it was new construction mm-hmm. so that tells me something isn't right with the door it's not level it's yeah. not something it's not shutting all the way yeah well that would be a costly problem don't you think well yeah and then and maybe in some instances it isn't even a problem i mean certainly if somebody's been living in a house they would know i mean we our house was built in 92 and it was a basic spec house built by a builder we didn't have anything to do with it we bought it when it was all done but the windows were terrible and you could stand in front of the windows and the curtains would be moving so really oh yeah oh gosh when we did the addition they looked nice but when we did the addition on the house we replaced all of the windows throughout the whole house with the andersons so Mm. i mean they're they're good windows but you can go into a home now and sometimes like you know me i like to fail walls yeah <laughs> yeah you were knocking on the wall <laughs> i'll never forget that what's behind what's there? behind you what am i looking for anyway <laughs> starts knocking on the wall now what's back there and you know i don't know but if you can feel like sort of cold coming through the wall then potentially there's no insulation there mm-hmm. so that's something that you should think about but you could also do blown in insulation yeah so they're a recovery to everything yeah 
there's a solution to every problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the, like I said, I feel like the best thing to do like when you're a seller is just sort of do your due diligence before Mm -hmm. um and sort of already have those answers to questions that may come up Mm -hmm. i think that's pretty important well and the other thing too is i think it's so important to say i mean i just brought this up i mean when i my house was built in 92 and we did the addition probably 15 years ago so 15 years of life of windows really isn't a long time for those windows not to last but I think it's so important to continuously maintain the property that you're in. So when the time comes to sell it, you don't have all these things hitting you at once. And here's the one thing that I've realized in this past market is seller's expectation is always that they want to be, well, everybody, nobody has an ugly baby. I get that. But their expectation is is that they're going to be at the top of the market too. Mm-hmm. So if somebody down the street sold their four-bedroom colonial for $700,000, well, certainly mine is worth $800,000. Well, if that one sold for $700,000 and they've been maintaining their property over the years, maybe they did a newer roof, maybe they did newer windows, maybe they did do a mass save. We should do a show on mass save anyways. Yeah, we should. Um, with the bl- Maybe they have more insulation. One of the little things that we did at our house is up in the attic, we put that styrofoam cover at the top of the stairs. We have the pull-down attic. That is help. That helps us with conservation of heat loss. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you're doing these things all along because they, yeah, they add up. But over time, it doesn't hurt as much as if you have to do it all at once. Because yeah. then if you decide to sell your house and you have a home inspection, you're going to expect that you're going to get $700,000 or more because your neighbor did. But you didn't take the time. Don't expect that if you didn't take the time to maintain your property properly over the years as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I agree. Anybody uh, chit-chatting with us on uh, Facebook? No. No. Where are our friends tonight? <laughs> Hello to all of our Facebook uh, listeners and watchers. I am Sharon McNamara. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, and we are located here in Pembroke, but we service all of the South Shore, South Coast, all the way down to Cape Cod. I'll go to the islands if you want me to. Uh, I am here with Melissa Wallace. Uh, she is the director of operations here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and we are live this evening. We are also live on Saturdays from 10 to 11 here on WETD, so we hope that you can join us on those days. We like to hear from you. We only have six minutes left. It's generally when someone calls, 781-837-4900. If you have any questions for us about this topic or others, feel free to call us. You can also get in touch, uh, find our past shows on our website. Go to bostonconnect.com. Again, bostonconnect.com. And we have several ways that you can uh, see our shows, watch our shows, and listen to our shows. So uh, we have the podcast you know, links and we have YouTube links and some of our shows actually we have, um, have already dictated or whatever that's called transcribed. So you can also read along. Um, Again, we are talking about home inspections in the winter. So winter home inspections, what, uh, what you can expect if you are a buyer, what you can do to uh, calm the concerns of potential buyers if you are a seller, and maybe some of the benefits of having a home inspection in the winter. So um, we are really sort of wrapping up. But um, if you can witness condensation, this is another good one too. If you can witness condensation on windows, mm-hmm. it usually indicates that there's some type of a ventilation issue that's going on. So air is coming in somewhere and it's freezing up those windows. 
that's not a good thing. I'm just still surprised that you lasted 15 years with windows that were breezy. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, <I can't. laughs> just, yeah. Mine told me to put a sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but your heat was leaving. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, honestly, think about it. Back in 1992, I was 24 years old when Mark and I got married. I was 24 years old because we got married first and lived with his parents until we could save enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody may know my story. We had a builder who took everything we had, which was $13,000. I was 24. Mark was 29. Uh, we got married in August, lived with his parents. We rolled pennies. Um, we I sold suits to consignment shops. I had a, a boss that gave me a coach wallet. I sold that, saved up enough money, and we found this house. And um, honestly, we didn't have the money to do anything about it. So we just had thick curtains. Mm-hmm. But at first, it wasn't probably anything we really noticed at first. It wasn't until time went by that we would notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is as you're walking through a house, look for cracks in the ceilings. Look for cracks like where the where the wall meets the ceiling. Look for cracks in, in the basement, in the basement and your foundation on the floor. See if there's any shifting, uh, those types of things, just to see what is going on uh, through those months of season change. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Good. OK. What else we got? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other things that we can sort of. Well, one of the other things is is we're talking about uh, winter home inspections, and right away we think about snow and cold, mm-hmm. but it rains in the yeah. winter, right? Yeah. So I love having home inspections in the rain. It is a really, really good indicator the way that the water flows, what is going to go on. So I do remember one time having a client, and it was pouring out. And I remember standing under an umbrella, and we were about to go into the house, and it you could see the rain. It was sort of on a slope and the rain was coming down the side of the gutter where on the driveway. And you could just see the water, like the whole driveway. It was, you could just see the whole stream of where this water was. And I was like, that's something that's going to have to be fixed because in the winter that's going, when it gets cold, it's yeah. just going to freeze. Yeah. You're going to have a sheet of ice and one of you are going to be on your butt skis at the yeah. bottom of the hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so those are things that you want to look for. Also, it's a good indicator if there's water in the basement, right? Is it mm-hmm. coming through the sides? Is it coming up from the bottom? Yeah. Where is it coming from? But that is an indicator if your gutters need repair. We just, Mark just repaired one of our gutters. Oh, he did? Yeah, he repaired yeah. one of our gutters this well, winter. Well, cleaning out the gutters before winter mm-hmm. time. We we did a show yep. on, you know, sort of preparing for fall and preparing for winter. So again, go to talkrealestateroundtable.com. Can you, can you see Steve Cook? He's yeah, listening. I know. He's like, great show and information. <laughs> Everything I know is because of Steve Cook. Yeah. I just want to say that. So there you go. Thank you, Steve. Um, oh, that's our music. Yeah, let me just look real quick. Uh, drafts in the... Uh, uh, any indication blah 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 all right well it looks like we are all i think done we got here. it i think we got it all out High <laughs> Look five, we flew through that that was a big list yeah again if you want to get in touch with us you can call us at bostonconnect.com if you need a one-on-one consultation about buying a home or selling a home i would love for you to call me my name is sharon mcnamara i am a team member with mary baker of course melissa wallace is here as well with us and we have evis mason uh if you don't want one of us we have plenty of agents here at boston connect real estate full-time agents who are ready to serve you on all of the coasts here in uh, Massachusetts, 781-826-8000, bostonconnect.com. Bye, George. See ya.